First of all, how blessed are we that something called the Sharkopedia exists? What a time to be alive. So this would be the obvious starting place on our quest for the Greenland shark, the elusive old shark bro of the deep sea. Somniosis microcephalus, a name with a lot to unpack, is more commonly referred to as the Greenland shark, or as I like to call them, old, cold, majestic bastards. After the Great White, these are the largest carnivorous sharks in the world ever that we know about. Though, as the name would imply, they are mostly chilling out in the northern Atlantic Ocean, specifically at such frigid depths that divers generally can't reach them, and that's kind of why they've remained something of a mystery to us. So most sharks species that we know about couldn't survive at the extreme subarctic temperatures that the Greenland shark seems to prefer. How they do this, of course, has long been of interest to marine biologists. So it seems that one major reason that they can do this is that their movements are very slow. Their top speed is like 1.5 miles per hour, and I'm just like, bro, same. The fact that they move slow means that their metabolic processes can be more conservative. They also have a lot of urea on their skin, and a uh, compound called trimethylamine N-oxide, which is a protein stabilizer which may actually counteract the urea and the destabilizing effects of the pressure of being at such a low depth. Basically, the symbiosis of these organic compounds kind of acts as an antifreeze. Fun side note, when TMAO decomposes, that is what produces the distinct odor of rotting seafood. Um, and these high concentrations are also why we can't eat it, and if you do and you don't treat the meat properly, you can get like what they call shark drunk <laughs> on these compounds. Uh, so in general, this is not shark meat that you would eat. Speaking of rotting flesh, as we often do on Let Me Google That, <laughs> the Greenland shark basically never dies, or at the very least, they've been known to outlive humans by like twice our lifespan, if not four times our lifespan. It has the longest known lifespan of any vertebrate, a max of like 500 years, but on average around 270. So they don't even sexually mature until they're 150 years old, and I'm like, I can kind of understand that. So this age range came from a fairly small sample size, approximately 28 sharks, and that's kind of because that's like all we have to go on. And using radioactive carbon dating of the specimens that were tagged in the 30s and 50s and that have since been recovered have helped us to kind of establish the shark's remarkable longevity. So they're also very large, although they grow at a pretty slow rate. But that being said, if they're living for 250 years, even if they're only growing like a centimeter a year, they're still gonna get pretty friggin' big. So they generally get to be around 16 to 20 feet long and are around 800 to like 1200 pounds and they eat a wide variety of fish. Uh, they're an apex predator as far as we know, so scientists have not observed them hunting. Although they have found whole reindeer and polar bears, in their stomachs, though that's probably because they scavenged the carcasses, not because they were like hunting the animal, which would be extremely impressive, but also terrifying because then they'd have to be like land sharks, which is not a thing. 
except maybe. Anyway, uh, they've yet to attack humans and that's good, but like also one if they really had the opportunity, so maybe they're thinking about it. So in terms of making more of these sharks, cause like I don't have enough to worry about already, females actually gestate embryos rather than like depositing their eggs somewhere. So uh, the pups are born alive, though the exact period of gestation is not known. They're usually born in litters of about 10 and are like a foot long or so at birth. So like cute little baby sharks. While the sharks have been around for like millennia, and hell, probably a few of them have seen centuries, we still know very little about them. And for them, that might actually be okay, because for a time around the turn of the century, they were overfished, as many ocean-dwelling critters have been throughout human history, so that their livers could be harvested to be like melted down to be used as machine oil. This was prior to the development of synthetic alternatives. And they still are probably trying to recover from overfishing, because since they grow and mature so slowly, they haven't even reached sexual maturity to be able to repopulate their species and they may not even do so in our lifetime. So honestly, maybe we should just leave them the hell alone and just let the Greenland shark live. 